0: hello it's stand-up world the podcast episode nine hello to the followers and fans and friends that are following this and helping this move this along it's growing steadily it's nice i'm having fun doing it trying to do one a week it's not super easy but it's super fun so we're gonna keep going with it and See where it takes us. I'm smoking a foundation cigar today. I just got back from Tulum, Mexico, which was really fantastic. My wife and I were there. We had an amazing trip. We were there for Aubrey Saget's wedding, Bob's daughter, who I've known since the day she was born. And it was just a lot of great friends were there. Her mom sherry and her husband jeff and her bob's wife kelly was there just beautiful with her sister and pal johnny silverman was there with his wife and it, it was a great weekend and just tulum is so beautiful and so nice we put we stayed at this place called the um uh tulum cabanas tulum beach cabanas which is was really nice. My wife and I, we went swimming in the water and we had fun. And as a lot of you know, I'm married to a woman that identifies as a hostage. She is the hostage. I got very lucky and she did not get so lucky. As I said, I've always felt that I'm payback for some heinous shit She did several centuries ago in another life. You know, her and her friends ransacked a village or something. So she's spending this life with me. And I want to be a good guy. I want to help with the dishes and the dogs, be a good husband. But justice is justice. Okay, this bitch beheaded peasants. Let's not kid each other. I obviously built orphanages in another life. So she will do the dishes and take care of the dogs. Her new thing now is uh, now trying to help me stop snoring, getting me all these snoring aids and devices. And I don't snore, so I think she's just going a little crazy. But she claims I do, and she actually recorded me, which I thought was really rude, and then played it back to try to help me, she said. And beware of it. But I personally think she ruined the Thanksgiving dinner for the whole family. Played it a little too loud. 28 minutes of me snoring while we're eating her cooking, which ain't so good. No wonder a lot of people threw up after the dinner. And my wife's a terrible cook. I'm sorry. She once made soup that everybody thought was we were eating Pepto-Bismol. So... She is not a great cook. The hostage. You know you've been married a long time when your wife is constantly like telling you, trim your nose hairs, trim your nose hairs. Oh, your nose hairs. Like even in public. Why don't you, you should, next time you get home, when you get home, trim your nose hairs. I see something in the light. And you know you've been really married a way long time when she's clipping them for you. Oh, jeez. Jeez why well, don't you just cut off my nutsack while you're there woman God give me some dignity but only people that have been married a really long time know what I'm talking about. Well I was actually engaged before my wife to someone the crazy a woman I call her the train wreck the train wreck was a train wreck. I used to think boy in another life she was a train wreck. <laughs> and probably before there was even trains. But she, I mean, just to give you an idea, she she wanted breast implants. She wanted breast implants so bad. She was just, so I i told her I'd help her with it, okay? You know, she she was just obsessed with getting them. And we spent about six months, we would be walking around looking at other women's tits. <laughs> what do you think of her tits? What do you think of her? You like those tits? Would those tits work for you? Would they look good on me that big? You know, and I was like, you know what? Get them as big as you can, because if my career goes bad, we're going to get you stripper strip of work. But seriously, we were, we were just constantly looking at tits together, which was weird. And then she finally got her implants, and I was walking down the street with her one day, and i said what about that those women's tits those are, those are great great tits. and she got so mad at me she goes we're not looking at tits anymore okay it's over we're done we, we, we looked at couches we bought a couch you never looked at couches again and i said uh, i don't know about that i would go to the department store and go into the furniture section and look at couches because the woman there had great tits. She didn't like that joke. And I'm sure some of you don't either. We don't get to joke about tits anymore in this modern world. But I just did. So I think I just lost some more viewers or maybe gained some more. I don't know. We're going to talk about what's going on in a little bit here. I uh, god damn, Jay Leno. The Jay Leno thing was so sad. I love Jay Leno. I love Jay Leno. He's one of my oldest friends. I mean, he was one of my first really great comedy buddies. When I first got started, I just... Uh, I hung out with Jay every single night. We would go back to his place and watch... Tonight Show, other people on the Tonight Show and talk shows, and we'd play Risk. Jay would cook chicken. (laughs) We'd make we 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 Jay would just he would buy like so many pieces of chicken, cut them up. No vegetables, no salad, nothing. We would just eat, gorge on chicken. He knew he basically knew how to cook one thing, but he was still better cooked than my wife. But we had fun and i I, w- I went with jay to his first tonight show first and second tonight show and we hung out it's been a lot of years being really close and we're still friends we're still good friends i, I really i think the world of him so uh, my prayers are with him i mean i don't know what happened I, I i hear he's okay i hear he's okay i sent him an email this morning but here he's okay. Here's, um, just for fun, for shits and giggles, here's this great piece of Jay doing stand-up from years ago. So I was like, hey, Bob, how'd your date go with Susan last night? Eh, not bad. Went back to my place. Guess we bawled about 52 <laughs> times. Then <laughs> you talk to Susan. Well, Bob had a little problem. <laughs> Guess he'd been working hard at the <laughs> office. Plus, the more guys around, the more macho the story. That's the big thing, you know? A guy will never really say what happened, even if he had a good time. You know, a guy could have gone to the girl's house, he might have taken a bubble bath, had a few laughs, (laughs) hugged, went to bed. Happens a lot, but you never hear a guy tell it the way. A guy will always say, yeah, took her back to my house, hung her by her heels, hit her with a gun butt a few (laughs) times (laughs) there, fired a dum-dum bullet in her brother's forehead. You know know what else this guy said? And I thought this was fascinating. This guy said that the average male has 10,000 orgasms in his lifetime. Called my doctor Thursday. I have nine left. (laughs) I was at the comedy store years ago. Rare footage. He was the best in his day. Jay would go on and Everybody would come in to watch him. Everybody loved him as a stand. He was the best there was. Len- Letterman even said it in my documentary. Without question, Jay was the funniest of all of us. I never saw him. I never saw him bomb. Anyway, Godspeed Jay. I know you're going to be okay. You you're awesome. Uh, I have a piece up on Gallagher on standupworld.com. Another guy that I knew from the early stand comedy store days who was quite a character I the, the court jester of comedy. So read the piece rest in peace, Leo. Gallagher was a troubled dude. he just uh he was funny as hell, super successful, but always mad at somebody always suing or fighting or. Reminds me of someone else I know who's doing very well right now. You got to enjoy it, man. You got to enjoy it while it's happening. Take the ride, but look up. Don't look down. Rest in peace, Leo. Uh, Also, Bud Freeman. We lost Bud Freeman. Bud was a good man. Bud was a good man. I, I actually met Bud through Jay. And Jay got me started playing the improv. I was basically a comedy store guy, which and it was at a time where you were one or the other. And Jay was like one of the few guys that could play both clubs. And he got me in at the improv. And I and I didn't play the improv a lot, but I, I did play it, and I liked it, and it was a good room. It was a great room. Am no, And I played the one in New York. But, uh... Bud was a character, but he was always good to me. And I think he was really, a, he was good for comedy. I don't think that he loved comedians or was as much as like Mitzi or a Mark Ridley or people like that. I always felt that Bud just liked being Bud and being in show business. And, you know, he, early on, for a lot of people that don't know, the improv would have as many singers as comedians so he was really into music and that kind of thing but i never felt that he had the passion for the art of stand-up comedy as much as he was a great impresario and really i think he did the truth is, maybe he did but i think he liked all entertainment he wasn't so narrow focused but God bless you, bud. You're going to be happy up there. They're going to give you your own place. Um, I also want to talk today about someone that I'm going to be doing a piece on up the road on standupworld.com, Shane Gillis, who I think is going to be the next huge Louis C.K. level guy. Uh he's got the second season of his talk, his sketch show, uh Gillian Keeves out. And you can buy it at their site, Gillian Keeves TV, I believe it's called. I'll have it up here. By the time this is done. But uh check them out. Check them out. Check his it's, it's really one of the best sketch shows ever. <laughs> I mean it's 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 on YouTube, but it, it's on the level of in Living Color and the best of Saturday Night Live. There's just so many great sketches. He does this one sketch, Trump speed dating, that's just fantastic. So check that out and you'll be happy. You'll owe me. Jane Gillis has got a live special on Austin from Austin on YouTube and Gillian keeps, check him out. Also here's the road report. It's a new thing we're doing. Some of the best stand-up comedy from the week ahead so here's this week's road report Hi, it's the road report November 16th Dan Soder is at the Comedy Castle Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle Royal Oak Michigan Thursday Friday and Saturday go see Dan from billions and his own HBO special he's fantastic uh, earthquake is at Tommy T's in Pleasanton California the legend that is earthquake Friday Saturday and Sunday night Pleasanton, California. Tim Dillon is at the Miami Improv Theater in Doral, Florida. He's there this weekend. Go see him. Also, Jerry Seinfeld is at the Beacon Theater Friday and Saturday night. Can't beat that, Jerry Seinfeld. Go see him. Tickets will go fast. That's the Road Report. Check back every week for some great shows all around the country. Thanks. Okay. Also, I want to take a minute and talk about my sponsor, Foundation Cigars. This is their new uh, line, the Olmec. Fantastic cigar, and um, they have also have a couple other new new lines out. One, I believe it's called the Senator or Senator. I don't know. It's semi Egyptian name, so how am I supposed to know that? But Nick Malio, my buddy who owns Foundation Cigar, he's got a He's a creative genius he, and he's he's doing this egyptian thing with um high castle in london with, who he, he does he actually does a lot of a lot of stuff with this is another one of their their brands the uh 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 the wise man i don't know the el guanisi i don't you know he also if you ever see Joe Rogan smoking these cigars. That's Nicky. My favorite happens to be the Tabernacle. These are great cigars. And they have a new uh, new one out called uh, Macho something. I forget, Macho Pico, no, something. But that's also a, um, a wise guy thing. That'll be up on the thing while I'm blabbing here because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Not like I prepared. But Foundation Cigars. Check them out. They're just the best. I'm smoking one now. I love it. And that's episode nine. Episode nine. Uh, They always say the ninth episode of a podcast is supposed to be the best. Ever. And this breaks that rule. But I'm enjoying myself, and we have a lot of good stuff coming in the weeks ahead. Some guests I'm going to bring on, and some other bits. But on behalf of the hostage, my daughter, the Lesbo, my son, the Kami, and um, my ex girlfriend, the train wreck, I say goodbye to you all. And thank you for indulging me. And please share and follow. Maybe if you could comment at Apple and Spotify. And um, help me move it along. So thanks a lot. I love you. God bless. Have a great day.